It's Tuesday of Holy Week. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Today's Roman station is on the Aventine Hill, Santa Prisca. The identity of St. Prisca is uncertain. One tradition claims that she is identical with Priscilla, who is mentioned in the New Testament. Another tradition has it that she was the daughter of Aquila and Priscilla. Acts 18 says that when Paul was in Corinth, he stayed with Aquila and Priscilla, Jewish Christians exiled from Rome. He was with them again in Ephesus after they moved. They returned to Rome at some point, and Paul sends his greetings to them there in Romans 16. The tradition claims that today's station was their house. It could be, however, that Prisca was a 13-year-old of noble birth who was baptized by Peter, who later on was sent to the lions. Pious legend says that the lions just licked her feet, so they cut off her head. No private house has ever been found beneath the church, but they did find a shrine to Mithras. The first documentary evidence of the church is from 489. From Le Carême au jour le jour by Patrick Troedek, now in the New English translation called Torrid Easter. On Sunday, the church had us hear the account of the Passion according to St. Matthew. Today, she has us read that according to St. Mark. There we contemplate the serenity with which Jesus goes towards his death. We are struck by his silence in his ascent of Calvary. It is certainly not a haughty, spiteful silence of disdain. His silence is that of a recollected soul, of a soul plunged in God. It is from this silence that Jesus draws the necessary strength to endure the most cruel moments. His silence is also bound to the fact that he took upon himself the weight of our sins. Thus, in his passion, he is, in a way, identified with the sinner, and the sinner who does not convert will have nothing to answer the sovereign judge when he peers before him at the end of time. Lord Jesus it is in order to save me that thou gavest thyself over to such outrages. It is my sins that are the cause of them. In making reparation for my failings, thou dost nourish in me the virtue of hope. As thou sayest by the mouth of the prophet Isaiah, He that hath walked in darkness and hath no light, let him hope in the name of the Lord, and lean upon his God. In seeing thee keep silent during thy passion, I wish also to live this week in the deepest recollection. Every unhappy soul in the world has a cross embedded on it. The cross was never meant to be on the inside, but only on the outside. When the Israelites were bitten by the serpents and the poison seeped within, Moses planted a brazen serpent on a stick, and all who looked on it were healed. 
So the Son of Man came in the likeness of man, but was without sin, and all who look upon him on his cross are saved. In like manner, the inner cross disappears when one catches a vision of the great outer cross on Calvary. Fulton Sheen The Post-Communion in the Extraordinary Form Oremus Sanctificationibus tuis omnipotens Deus, et vitia nostra curentur, et remedia nobis sempiterna proveniant. Let us pray. By thy holy mysteries, almighty God, may our vices be cured and everlasting healing be granted to us. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Amen.